neighbor, and we are back with another episode of Straight People, the podcast for straight people by queer people, because straight people don't have what? Enough. They don't have enough. We got to have a cute little podcast for them, so we're doing it. Um, this week, we are joined by our guest, the hilarious Atlanta-based comedian, Damian Turner. Hello, Damian. Hey, Ian. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Um, Damian, we get right into it here at Straight People. We don't, we don't mince around uh so uh can you go ahead and tell us how you identify um that's a that's actually a funny question i i mean to the outside world i I suppose i'm i'm cis and straight but it's it's more like i just i let people guess that i guess if you if i had to pin it down heteroflexible heteroflexible okay um we'll get more into whatever that means um so heteroflexible, <laughs> like, are you like theoretically bisexual or are you like, you know, um, something happened in high school and, you know. No, I would, I would say, I would say I'm bisexual, but I, I prefer women. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like, I'll put it this way. There was definitely, and I, I've like told almost nobody about this, but there was, there was a man I was in love with once. I didn't realize it uh, really until, I mean, kind of toward the end of our friendship and he, he died shortly thereafter. But um, uh, we, were, we were really close. He was a gay man and, and we were friends for, for a long time, lived down the street from each other. And, and uh, I don't know, there was, there was something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, let's, let's go. Then we'll, we'll, we'll dial back to little baby Damien, little, little child Damien. Um, <laughs> So when you were a child, did you like identify as heteroflexible or like notice that there was something different about you or did, were you just like straight? Did you, do you think you were straight? Um, uh, no, I went through uh, a lot of uh, confusion when I was a kid. Um, yeah. I'd, I'd say probably the first, the first difference I noticed is by around like nine, 10, you know, getting into, into preteen stuff. Um, when all the little boys wanted to start to look tough and handsome, I wanted to look pretty. You know, they all wanted to like, they all wanted to cut their hair short and gel it and wear muscle tees. And I was like, I want bangs, you know? <laughs> I see that. I see nothing's changed. Um, no. <laughs> okay. So do you, but at that point, were you like questioning uh, specifically your sexuality? Were you questioning gender or were you just exploring and kind of okay with it? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I was, I was exploring. Um, I mean, I also went through um, some, uh, some not so great stuff as a kid. I, you know, I went through some molestation early. And um, so there was like a sexual awareness there early on, like earlier than it should have been. Yeah. So there was a lot of like, am I, a pervert is something wrong with me am i you know am i messed up or whatever so yeah that and then did you feel like you had like somehow that you had brought it on your you know what i'm saying like oh totally yeah yeah, yeah absolutely because like, i had that same experience and there's me. been a couple of people who've been on here who sort of talk about that where it's like they felt like they were singled out you know um yeah yeah so you you move into your teenage years and uh when did you become like sexually active romantically active um, right about, I mean, like, you know, between, between 13 and, and 15 is when that yeah. kind of started happening. And, and there were, there were mixed encounters uh, from early on, you know, um, never all the way 
yeah. um, with a uh, with a male, but there there's been involvement <laughs> since early on. Um, and just so we're all clear on what you know, all the way means, Damien, what what do you mean? There's by been that? no there have been no penises in my butt. Okay. And- <laughs> okay. So you think that that's like the full like uh, yeah, that's the that's, that's a the full pet- intercourse. Okay. You know? Well, you know, there's there's lesbians who don't like penetration, so I, I would mm-hmm. assume that there has to be bi or heteroflexible or even gay people who don't like penetration. So it's like, oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I could see that. Um, I need a few drinks myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, so your your first uh, the first person you dated or fell in love with was a male or female? It was female? Female? Yeah. All the and, all the like serious dating has been female. Yeah. And do you think that's, so you, uh, I guess my, my question for uh, people who identify as heteroflexible or by, do you think that like, if it was more socially acceptable that you would be more prone to want to date guys or is it that there's an emotional connection that you have with women that you don't have with men? You, you know, I, I think, I think that that's a possibility if, um, cause and I've said this for a long time is that like, part of what's so difficult of like not finding yourself on completely on one side of the imaginary line or the other is that uh, for men specifically, society wants to pin you down immediately. So like, like there was, there was one time a few years back, I was playing some show and some band I was doing and, and some, some pretty woman, you know, walked in there and wanted to make out with me or whatever. And this, I mean, I guess gay, I thought, but I guess by <laughs> a friend of mine was like, oh, I want to make out with you too. And she was like, no, but I'll watch you guys make out. And I was like, yeah, I'm not opposed to it. But then I like looked around and my whole like scene, everybody I knew was there. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to like, like I looked at my buddy and I was like, I'm sorry, man. Like, I'm just, I, I don't want to have to explain yeah. all that and just go through that whole thing. I was like, yeah. You know. <laughs> so you think like if you had done that, that there would have been a perception that you were gay or well, it seems like it's, it's a yeah it's like it seems like for for bisexual men that the so like if you're a bisexual woman there's a lot of acceptance and not a lot of questions and not a lot of like assumptions right but if you're a bisexual right. although man there is, although there is, you're on your way to being gay do you know right, what i mean yeah. or or yeah. oh you say you're bisexual but what you really mean is and right. i think that comes from both sides i think i think that um i've definitely talked to a lot of bisexual women who've had Les people who identify as lesbians come up to them and be like, "Well, you just haven't met the right woman yet," which is the right. exact same vibe as the "you haven't met the right guy" from a guy. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I personally think that like the because like they just did some study where they were saying you know for a long time the commonly accepted uh, estimate of queer people was like one in ten, and wow. then they just did the study where people, millennials and Gen Z that they like one in six people identify as queer or bisexual mm-hmm. or gender nonconform. you know what I'm saying? It's like, right. that's a huge jump. And I think that, that if there was more acceptance for bisexuality and no definition of like, you know, how many times do you have to have sex with somebody in the same sex to be really true? You know, there's a lot of that in the gay right. community where we're like, oh, you've never slept with somebody from the same sex? What are you talking about? You know, um, right, right, right. but uh yeah, I think that's really interesting. So, like, do you do you think that um, uh, your that you've been more judged about the um, being bisexual or or um, identifying as bisexual uh, than than um, uh, just being like a straight man? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, do you think that there's more 
people have questions about it or do you think that because i've never i don't think you and i've ever talked about this and i've known no. for three or four years so it's like you know sometimes i'm surprised yeah, well you know it's it's well it's one of those it's one of those like difficult things to talk about especially in company especially just because like i don't <clears throat> you know i don't I don't know. I'm not, I've, I've never been like super concerned with the way people label me. I think it, it got to me when I was, you know, a teenager somewhere where I was like, all right, well, whatever, whatever it is that everybody else is doing with gender, I'm kind of my own thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not what, what society calls a man. So I think that's where the questioning has been is more like on the legitimacy of my, of my manness or my okay. manhood. Yeah. Um, but yeah, certainly, certainly when I was a, you know, when I was a teenager, um, I was definitely like the quote unquote nice guy that all the girls were like, oh, you're, you know, you're not yeah. like really a guy, but we okay. love you. Yeah, you're like yeah. one of the girls, you're probably gay, you know, it's yeah. like a lot of that stuff. Um, and yeah, just, you know, basically you guys giving me shit for not wanting to be tougher or bigger or stronger or whatever, you know, being content to be into like my art and makeup and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it's uh, that there's more stigma about bisexuality uh, in the black community or because oh, I, I know that there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff around being gay uh, and down low and, and all those kinds of things in the black community. And you don't hear as much about bisexuality just specifically. Um, that's almost I think in some circles in the black community, that's almost not considered a real thing. It's okay. like, oh, yeah, you just you just trying to convince everybody you're still regular, but you're okay. really one of yeah, them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's, I mean, there was, a, there was a conversation I had with my dad where, and he's got like just really archaic views of, of relationships and, and men and women. And, and, uh, he was, he was talking to me on the phone one day and his, his horrible, horrible wife was trying to control him in some way as she tries to do. And he's kind of writing it off to me like, oh, well, you know how it is with women, you know, you know how they are. They got to believe they're in charge. We got to let them think they're in charge, but we're the men. We're really in charge. And I went, yeah, dad, I don't have that in my relationship. Like that's not, in, we don't do that. And his response was, I swear to God, he goes, yeah, but, but your girlfriend's kind of bi, right? And I was like, I mean, yeah, she is, but like, what does what does that have to do with anything? And he's right. like, well, are you kind of bi? And I like, and I thought about like, would he? Could I? Would he even understand? Like, what you right. know what I mean? Like, what I am? And I was just like, you know what, Dad? For your purposes, no, just yeah. no. Like, am I ever going to bring a man home for you to meet? No. So like, don't <laughs> don't worry about it. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. I love. I don't, I don't need my dad to know what makes me come. So it's, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I just love that like your dad ha like it's not are you bi are you kind of bi do you know what i mean yeah. like kind of bi okay is that a new distinction that we need to work into yeah what is that you know what i mean like i'm eight percent bi i'm eight percent titty sometimes uh, <laughs> that's hilarious um so uh have you ever had the experience of telling a woman that you're bi um yes and then them being like all right see ya or whatever do you know what i mean like yeah i've heard that I, from I, guys a lot that that, mm -hmm. that there's a lot of that that there are a lot of people who are very accepting about it and then there are other people who are like that's a that's like a like uh kind of like a deal breaker you know oh yeah oh there's something that, that that i don't think is talked about a lot but there are there are just as many women out there um with you know kind of chauvinistic and old paradigm uh views about masculinity 
I mean, I've been, I've been, I've been called a pussy by a number of women I've dated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, well, because I have feelings like what? Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've noticed over the years, it seems it's less now for sure. But when I was growing yeah. up that if, a, if a woman was interested in a guy and they didn't show any attention back, that it was real quick for the woman to go, Oh, he's gay. And it's like, yeah. not act, not actually, he just is uh, not interested in you. You know what I mean? And, right. um, and then on the other tip of that, it's like, uh, there was, a, especially like in Gen X, it was like very accepted that women would make out with each other, you know what I'm saying? Right. Or, or be bisexual and that was okay. But like, if you were a man and bisexual, it was like, oh no, that's like, there's something wrong there. Something wrong, you're going to yeah. go to another, you're going to leave me for a man. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, um, and I feel like that that's gone away some for sure. Like it definitely has um, seemed to mellow it out a little bit, but like also the, most of the guys that I know that identify as bisexual, they seem to have more hangups on that aspect on the same sex side um, and issues sure. than they do in their regular relationships. And then also like almost all the bi guys I know have romantic relationships with women and physical relationships with men. And right. It seems to be the opposite. When you talk to the bisexual women, it's usually a little bit more of the, that they're having same sex uh, uh, romantic relationships and then they're having physical sex with men. You right. know what I mean? It's right. a very yeah. weird, um, it's a very weird thing. So anything else you want to talk about, about, uh, about how you identify or? or um... Um, yeah, actually it's, you know, there's, it's been an interesting journey um, recently, and uh, I've been I've been looking at myself a lot in the last in the last year. Um, <clears throat> I was just having a conversation on on my podcast with um, Game Master Herb, who I believe you know. Yeah, uh, Game yeah, Gaming guys. Plug your plug your. He's podcast. a good buddy of mine. Uh, uh, the podcast. Light Roast. Yeah. Yes, my podcast is The Light Roast. I do it um, every Tuesday live yeah. on Twitch with my uh, my partner Jason Jones, and we try to put them out every Friday. Yeah. Although ever, ever since getting back to work, it's been hard to crank those things out. And get right. Them, get them Absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah. Game Master Herb is great. He's super funny and a uh, nice guy and does a bunch of stuff on Twitch, right? He's a, so he's much a, stuff. They're, yeah. they're just nonstop. If you look at their schedule, I mean, it's like six days a week. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but so, so he was on our podcast and, and kind of talking to me about identifying, I think it was, I think it was trans, like right before trans visibility day too, that he was on our podcast. Yeah. So we were kind of talking about, we were talking about pronouns and so I like I find myself in an interesting part of this right yeah uh because I've definitely had in in the kind of neo woke culture that's been happening like, like I've had I mean people in my own like communities like kind of you know uh, just like throw random labels and insults at me or you know if I've had like any just nuanced perspective they're like well you're a scummy piece of shit cis bro and I'm like well I'm I'm none of those things, but I mean, okay, you know, right. <laughs> definitely not a bro, and I'm not really cis, cis actually. Um, well, I, I, feel, know, I feel like we're in a, an age where, like, a, a, a common attack and defense is to weaponize your own identity or to assess someone else's identity and turn it back on them and go, "Oh, well, you're just yeah, this yeah. thing." Yeah, it's and it's it's like. Um, it, it's so counterproductive to the type of uh, work that's trying to be done in those conversations. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I think so too. Yeah. yeah to shut down the conversation rather than to have it. And, yeah, exactly. Um, well, and it's also like, you know, whatever you perceive me to be until I identify as it, I am not that thing. And I think there's right. a big disconnect. There's people who are like, Oh, well you're this. And it's like, well, 
if I choose to identify something other than this, you have to respect that regardless of what may right. be the appearance that you see, you know? Um, right, I feel like right, that's something exactly. that's, that people have a hard time with. It's like, they're so wrapped up in their own personal identity um, and their own personal story and narrative that sometimes they like will completely erase another person's uh, right. identity in order to make their point. And yeah, it's definitely scary well, sometimes. Like some of the comments I read, like when I go through, it's, it, you know, there's the obvious ignorance of the, of the right and the racism of the right and the right. homophobia of the right. But then on the left, it's like, well, you know, the way we try to police each other is sometimes just as terrifying as uh, the way the right wants to control all of us to begin with, you know? Totally. And, and I think it comes, you know, from most people in a, uh, for most people from a good place, um, but just from a place of, of like concern and, and fear, you know, I think everyone's kind of eager right now to qualify the people around them as like, you know, being on the good side or the bad side. And, yeah. and in some cases or in some circles, that's like, you know, aggressively shouting out what your label is in whatever way, you know, that group wants to hear it. And, and uh, I just wasn't really comfortable with that. You know, it's like I'd kind of made peace with, well, my, my identity and my, my conception of my gender expression and all that is, is for me and it's not really for everybody else. Um, and I, th I think I've kind of become contented just like keeping that to myself and letting people think what they think and, and talking with Herb, and this is why I brought him up. He was kind of, you know, making a case for uh, being a little bit more visible and, and uh, you know, putting myself out there a little bit if, if, if for nothing than for for the comfort of other people who are having more trouble expressing themselves or or you know coming out to to friends and family and things like that and honestly I think I'd been so shell-shocked by the first time I tried to come out I like lost friends I remember like a buddy of mine was like spending the night at my house and I was like yeah man I think I'm by he's like you couldn't couldn't have told me before I slept at your fucking house and I'm like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna rape you in the night like, I'm not, <laughs> <laughs> um, well on that on that happy note we're gonna t do a shift from uh we're interview interview complete now we're gonna do a little game okay, okay. so now so you are i know you are uh not you're not the straightest straight man but right. you but you have access to straightness so i'm gonna ask you some questions and you just tell me what you think uh whether these belong to gay culture or to straight culture Okay. If there is even such a thing, okay. Um, number one, crepes. I feel like okay. I feel like you'd think that would belong to gay culture, but that's some that's some straight people shit. But like trying to, that's straight people trying to harness the beauty of gayness. Okay. And, uh, yeah. So get close. Silver dollar pancakes. Ah, oh, it's definitely straight. That's okay. like silver dollar pancake nipples. <laughs> that's anybody's game baby okay <laughs> biscuits okay regular biscuits straight people biscotti gay people okay um beignets i don't even know what that is but it sounds gay it's a yeah right exactly it's french so it sounds gay it's a <laughs> it's a it's sort of like a fried dough with powder powdered sugar oh. on it yeah oh yeah yeah absolutely um, so like yeah uh, mountain climbing. That's, mm, I, you know, it's like I wanted to go straight, but it's also just like muscle bound men mm -hmm. roped together on the side of a mountain. That could go Why they got to be mad? Why they got. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> That's true. 
Yeah, uh, that could also be pretty pretty lesbian too. Right. Yeah. Uh, social climbing. Social climbing is 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 gay people's things. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, French toast. Straight. Okay. Avocado toast. Gay. Okay. <laughs> um, champagne toast. Ooh. Champagne and toast, gay. I don't know what champagne toast is, but that sounds gay. Champagne to toast is you toast someone with champagne. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's a word. It's wow. wordplay. We're doing wordplay. Super funny. Okay, champagne like, toast. <laughs> not, not toast with champagne on it or champagne and toast. It's not even <laughs> yes, it, if you go to a party and they serve champagne and toast, straight or gay? Straight. Yeah. Straight. Yeah. Straight people should. You got champagne and toast. It's like you fucking idiots. Like, what the fuck kind know, of classless right? shit is this? Okay. Um, poodles. Poodles? Poodles. Okay. Yeah. Uh, French Bulldogs. Oh, yeah. That's gay too. Look at that. Um, uh, damn it. Oh, sorry. My computer does this weird thing. Okay. Um, <laughs> why do straight men wear cargo pants, cargo shorts? Oh, my God. I, you know, I, I think, I think straight men, and this is where I'll, I'll, I'll claim my, my, my straight side over here. We, I, we like utility. I mean, above, fashion and and clearly above sex clearly right <laughs> if we're wearing cargo shorts i used to wear them but i i grew out i grew out of it thank god right um yeah, i don't know <laughs> why do straight men piss in gatorade bottles <laughs> again i i think we i think we're turned on by utility we're like let's okay. check out. I, I made it do a different thing yeah and also because straight men are gross <laughs> fucking disgusting um, straight or gay, table side guacamole. That's, uh, I don't know if that's either one. I guess straight. Yeah, I think it's by gay people for straight people. I think there was somebody, <laughs> I think there was some gay person in a restaurant who was like, watch this, they're gonna freak out. And then he went out there <laughs> and made guacamole. And then the rest is history. Okay, <laughs> we're at our final question. This is my favorite question. Right. You are at a wedding um, in the in the country. It's like a friend of a friend or something. Maybe this is a friend of your girlfriend. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. uh, you're in a barn and you are drinking out of a mason jar and it has the couple's name written in it in a, with a heart in, um, in a gold and silver Sharpie. Um, it's a dry wedding. Um, the only thing drier than the wedding was the barbecue you were, you were just served. And, uh, and <laughs> are you there yet? Um, and uh, they, they're about to play the father-daughter, father-of-the-bride-bride bride dance, the father-daughter dance. What song do they play and why? Oh, man. I, I feel like, so the, so the first issue here is that whatever song that it is is, is way too white for me to know. Cause that's a, before that's a straight or gay wedding. That's a white wedding. Yeah, oh yeah. I didn't say, oh, and they don't have, they didn't have a cake, they have cupcakes. Oh God! All right, then. <laughs> it's the only other detail I forgot. And it's and it's Cotton Eye Joe. That's the first Cotton Eye Joe. Thing. Oh, well, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. The number one answer on the board is um, "Butterfly Kisses." Uh, 
But uh, Cotton Eye Joe is pretty good. You don't know Butterfly? I, I played it the last time that somebody uh, guessed another song. Uh, you'll, oh, have, you'll okay. have to listen to it on your own. You'll play it at oh, your wedding. Oh. Play it at your wedding. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, okay, you did great. This is awesome. Uh, we're about at 25 minutes, which is about as long as I like to do it. Um, yeah, you, you've talked to me. I don't like to talk to me anybody longer than 20 minutes. So yeah. Um, <laughs> Tell everybody where they can find you, Damien, and plug whatever you would like to plug. Here's your uh, chance. Find me on find me on uh, Instagram uh, at Damien Turner underscore uh, not underscore anything, just Damien Turner underscore. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, check out uh, Bad News with Bill Boner on YouTube. That is the name of the channel. There's a lot of things named Bad News, so it's like halfway down the first page. But I'm there. You will see me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, other than that. I, I don't know what, what dates I have uh, coming up. I'm still booking for next month, but um, I'm at the Laughing Skull a lot. I'm at the Omni at the Battery a lot. Uh, and find me on Twitch, also at Damien Turner underscore. All right, awesome. My name is Ian Neighbor. This has been Straight People. Uh, if you love the podcast, think about writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It's super important. Um, and uh, we'll be back with uh, new episodes starting in a week. Yay! All right, okay. thank you, buddy. Thanks, man. <laughs>